지금 저한테 관심 있으세요? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Your Average Netizen, the essential podcast for international K-pop fans. My name is Ash, and I'm joined by my co-hosts today, Kiara and Tim. Hey, everyone. Hey, uh, today we're going to talk about a few things that have been going on the past week or so. A um, few things, SM has been kind of on a winning streak uh, lately. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen Red Velvet's uh, two new MVs, Automatic and Ice Cream Cake, which every time I see that video it makes me want some ice cream cake, and Red Velvet specifically. And also we have some fallout, of course, from Guyan's MV and performance, some people liking it, some people thinking that she should be banished to the dungeon, ever, never to return again, um, she's corrupting the children of Korea. Uh, Mina um, from Girls Day recently came out with a uh, her solo debut, and you know, hallelujah, VIP fans, Big Bang might be coming out in April. So that may actually cause the Big Bang versus EXO, which may cause a um, intergalactic explosion because I'm sure that the fandom wink from that will just break down the entire internet. So, um, if we want to start with some news, I suppose, uh, this is pretty minor news, but um, it intrigued me um, and I plan to watch the other versions of this show uh, there's a new drama coming out called School 2015. Uh, there apparently were two other seasons of this. Have I don't know if you, I know you don't really watch dramas, Tim. Kiara, have you seen the two other iterations of tw School 2015? Um, well, school the last 2013, and then there, yeah, the School is like a way older one, so oh, I haven't okay. seen that one. Um, school, I didn't really per se watch School 13, but like I did watch clips and then I would read like, because um, there's a famous site for um, doing uh, recaps of dramas, Drama Beans. Uh, oh, yeah. I would, I would mm -hmm. read the recaps of it on there, so I more like read about it than actually watched it. It was pretty okay. It was okay. Which in some cases is the better option depending on what you're watching. But anyway, um, FNC Entertainment the home of F is it FT Island Seam yeah FT Island yeah. CM Blue and AOA they are going to basically be producing and making this drama uh, working title is Who Are You School 2015 it's going to premiere on April 27th and people are already basically you know uh, making guesses as to who from FNC are going to be in it. I think they've already started saying uh, someone from FT Island is being looked at as for a lead role. Honestly, I kind of want it to be an all-idol thing. I want everybody in there, just some AOA, CM Blue, FT Island, just all of them to be in the drama and just, you know, 
just let it play out as it may, you know, regardless of acting, acting school, because we know that doesn't matter anyway. And then maybe, you know, Elle will actually get some screen time and we'll actually get to see what she's doing um, lately. And Jimin, um, she's been getting a lot of attention lately. Um, she already, basically already has a plot line set up for her because um, she's been on I'm Pretty Rap Star and basically she's been getting, a, in my opinion, the bulk of the um, attention um, due to kind of her ongoing plot line from the show for being the under, underdog and so now you have this thing where people, well there are still people that are upset that she's been winning um, a lot of the contest on the show, she's got Sunny in her corner, now they've got people saying, oh, well, maybe people are being too harsh on Jimin because she gave some interview recently where she was saying that, um, that you know, she's like, sometimes when I'm doing this show, I just want to quit and I get so, you know, depressed and upset. And <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask because, um, Tim, I know you watched you watched the um, male uh, rap. Uh, rapper um, versions of this show. Have you really been paying attention to I'm Pretty Rap Star, really? Or? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I, we kind of talked about it on the, yeah. the last podcast, but um, the only reason that I pay attention to I'm Pretty Rap Star at all is to see Jessica Ho like, own people and be funny. Um, she's pretty much one of the few people on that show that embraces the fact that they're on a show. <laughs> and it, it's important to do that. Like As much flack as she gets... She's like one of the exciting parts of the show, one of the reasons that people keep tuning in, and she totally should be just like she's justified in doing that. But um, I won't watch the show because I don't like the fact that you can just hand G-Men everything. Right. But I think even with people that like G-Men, obviously she's got her AOA fans. There still seems to be, from what I've read on like notes and translations and things like that. There's still kind of a, a consensus that Cheetah is the clear favorite, and she, at the very least, Jimin is not as good as Cheetah or Jessica Ho. Yeah, except that she beat Cheetah, so that goes way out the door. <laughs> she already beat Cheetah, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. But... I mean, I don't know, because somebody said that with this show, that they don't win so much. Is It's just how many features they get. The more you win on the show, the more songs that you have in the album that's going to be released at the end. So basically the thing that people are complaining about is that, that G-Men's going to have like three or four tracks on the song where everybody else is going to have like one, maybe two. Yeah, I know Cheetah's only been on one, and she had to share that with one of the other female she's, rappers. She's on two now, oh, I she's think. she's on two, okay. I think okay. so. Because I think her other song that she did recently with, um, oh man, I don't know who she did it with. She did a song with somebody, though, and uh, they've been like promoting it a little bit. They were on Tablo's radio show doing it. I bet that song's going to be on there. But her other song was with uh, Jessica, or, yeah, Jessica Ho and uh, Kong Kangnam. Which is one of the better songs that have come off that show as well. So I don't know. Hmm. 
Well, I from the little bit the bit I've seen of Cheetah and I saw the Cheetah Jimin rap battle that Jimin somehow won. I like Cheetah a lot and she doesn't seem to you know be I mean she doesn't seem to be, you know, lacking in self confidence at all. I think she said in one article she's got her own album coming up and she's, you know, doesn't seem to be worried about any of it. So I say go Cheetah and um, her game is on point, and yeah. Everyone um, say hi to Noah. Woo! Oh, hey. Noah is here. Hello. Oh. Hey, Noah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Joining us. Well, not mid-show, really. Right in the book. Yeah, we just got started. Good. Yeah, we just you got started. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Hi, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure that the people that listen to this podcast probably don't mind. Um, we just uh, got done talking about uh, G-Men on I'm Pretty Rap Star. Um, yeah. Some more kind of uh, yeah, whining it, and complaining on her part uh, about you know wanting to give up because it's so hard for her, even though she's been winning arguably more than anyone else on the show. Unless you have anything to add to that. No, I actually don't. Have, I've, I've been thinking about trying to catch up since everybody seems to talk about how awful Jimmy is, but no, I haven't. But I, I, in, a, in a way, I feel kind of bad for it since everybody's pretty much bashing her, even if she deserves it. It's like, <laughs> it's, it just shows how dangerous these kind of shows can be for, a, for an idol. It's like that ape girl from A-Pink who joined uh, the, the variety show. Yeah. That show that uh, joined the variety show Real Men. Yeah. yeah, so like her image was pretty much tarnished. Like, uh, mm. I, I mean, it's I cannot imagine being on these kind of shows, and anything you say and do can be constructed, edited in a certain way. Even if you, I mean, even if she, even if Jimin or whoever deserves it, like. Just one mistake or one thing you do can like tarnish your image at least for a good year. So. Yeah, but at the same time, there's people who have made their career like on variety. So yeah, it's one true. of those it's one of those situations where it's like, of course there's bad because there's there's good. There has to be. It couldn't just be like I go on variety and thus I get famous. That wouldn't make sense. It's better that you kind of get both sides of it. And I don't think that many people get destroyed from variety. Like I don't. I don't think you hear as much about people who like literally ruin their career off of variety as opposed to people who have made their career off variety. Like Amber pretty much became popular because of her on variety and True. things like that. Min as well like helped put well, Miss A was already on the map, but it, it helped enforce Miss A staying there on the map because she was good on variety. Joe Kwan put two AM on the map with variety. Um, Jackson is putting got seven on the map with variety like there's so sure. many there's so many you know times where you get a person that like completely dominates because they go on variety and I feel yeah. like it's very like G-Men is getting all this heat I guarantee you AOA's next comeback will win so it won't matter like I don't really think it's gonna be that big <laughs> yeah I don't think it's gonna affect AOA at all and just one more thing I think also this situation's a bit different I think in the sense that with um, Pretty Rap Star, whether it is or isn't, it's being presented as we're trying to find 
you know, a real rapper. But mm. watch us throw in a rapper from an idol group. How is she gonna do? So it's 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 an on purpose thing. You know, they want that they want that drama of you know they knew exactly what they were doing when they got Jimin on the show and put her with other people they were you know obviously gonna you know be and then adding Sani you know who has you know obviously has a close relationship with Jimin I mean mm. you know they it, like all reality shows essentially there's a lot of planning that goes into it that is not real so, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, on from that, we I would like to talk about Guyan and her perfect performances of um, Paradise Lost. She, um, despite uh, some people um, thinking that she should be um, banned from all things in South Korea because of her corruption of the children, there she her song has been doing very well um, on M the the most recent episode of M Countdown. I think she was she was up for number one, and uh, Apple her other song Apple and Paradise Lost have been doing well on the charts. Um, and a journalist uh, even wrote an entire article uh, that argued for Guyan's original dance to be performed in public broadcast. And, um, you know, of course, the responses to that were, why do you want to see porn in public broadcast? And <laughs> <laughs> um, what a pervert. He wants little children watching that dance on TV. Really, it's the only thing... Honestly, I think from what I've been seeing with the performances, they've been showing the entire thing other than like they do a discreet um, shot whenever she does the leg spread. But generally, everything else they've been showing, I think, from my memory. So I think Guyan's pretty much winning this battle, um, she, which she rightly should. She's an adult. She should win everything. She's she should <laughs> yeah. win everything. And, um, Let her do what she wants. Yeah, like you said, she's an adult. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I never seen such graceful porn before. To be honest, if that's what they considered porn, you know. Exactly. <laughs> did they call um, Sunmi's Twenty Four Hours porn? By the way. No, I don't, yeah. think, I don't remember did. anything. Like, oh, they did. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Because I was gonna say this is literally like the same. So I don't know. I mean, like you said, you were saying, Tim, the last week that it's the same choreographer. So <laughs> it, it's, it's literally the same thing. Um, yeah, oh, it's... Well, not exactly. Not, guidance is a little bit more, you know. Well, crazy. yeah. And, it, and it the leg spread and that kind of stuff. But, but they took the leg spread I mean, out. I, 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 I kind of have to agree with the netizens here. Like, it should not be on public broadcasts since, like, most of these uh, shows, Music Bank or M Countdown, no, uh, yeah, they are they are for teenagers and younger. I mean, who would want their ten-year-old, nine-year-old what to watch that? Seriously, it's not. It's not like it's aired around nine-ish. It's like around aired around six, I think, or seven. I mean, there's really not anything. I mean, she's decently covered up. She, her legs are covered up. She's not really doing any, like anything other than like the leg spread. I think 
with Gaian's kind of natural sexuality, that is kind of what makes people wary of it. It makes it I different. Think there's from... worse full clothed dance than. Oh like, yeah, no, definitely. This. Like I have, I have a son. You know, he's five. If my son was eleven, I and he watched this music or not music video, but if he watched the live performance, I would be like, oh, okay. I don't think it's a big deal. Like, it's not that racy at all. It's literally, if he turned on MTV, he would see a hundred times worse. So, yeah. please, go watch this. Like, go watch this. Please. It's true. Um, <laughs> and um, another female artist that we have that's recently come out with this solo is Mina from Girls' Day, who came out with I'm a Woman 2. Um, just wanted to add, during her performances, she wears really short shorts with no tights, and uh, she does a lot of kind of squatting, spread leg moves that nobody mentions. But other than that, um, other than that, uh, her song is, I, I feel like her song's okay. It's a, I feel like it's a little low-key for, uh, for a single, for a debut single, um, but she does all right. Um, I read a comment online that said that they realized that after listening to the song that they only like Mina's voice in small doses, which, I'm, you know, I, that seems like a personal preference sort of thing. Mina's voice is okay to me. Um, I just don't... Uh, the song is all right. Um, I, I, with all of the kind of the, the, the build-up to this, I expected something, I don't know, more, I think a, 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 she would do really good with like a fast, you know, poppy song, but uh, I can't fault her for wanting to do something a little more, you know, easy listening. I mean, her voice can handle it, so why not? Anybody else have thoughts on Mina's? She looks uh, really good. Like, she's super gorgeous right now, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like I agree that the song isn't like mind blowing or anything like that. Like I think it's just a good song. I think that sh part of the reason it's not as successful as it maybe should be is because people are still comparing it to Hyorin and uh, saying that like this is trying to be like Hyorin. Thus, you get the comparisons of Mina versus Hyorin, which I don't think is fair. Um, but I don't think it's a bad song. Like, I think it's fine. Um, she's not a great singer, so it makes sense that she doesn't have something mind-blowing. And she also has to carry all of the vocals by herself. So it makes sense for it to not be, like, crazy, you know, and uh, people worry if she could even pull it off because she doesn't sound super great live even right now. So I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I think the choreo is kind of weird, and I think that's the worst part is that the choreo is weird and kind of weak. Otherwise, I think it'd be okay. Like, I, I like it. And like I said, she looks absolutely beautiful. Like, not even in, like, I want to perv on Mina. Like, she genuinely is beautiful. So Go back and watch the original Twinkle Twinkle video with Mina in it. She's, she used to look she still like, looks like Mina, but she's very yeah. young. And she's got the crispy bangs, and she looks like G-Dragon. I don't um, really think so. <laughs> I, I agree. I think that she totally used to be baby G-Dragon. And I don't know. I don't know if or if she did, how much work she got done, but I think that her growing up and getting older is like part of the reason that she looks as good as she does now. 
No, I, yeah. I think I didn't think she actually had that much done. Yeah, I don't think she had either. I think done. hers is I was is just saying genuine. to be safe in case somebody's like, she got all this done. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not a Girls' Day fan. Not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Tim, are you going after G-Dragon already? <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. It's all. I know he's done something. But, this is not even the thing against G-Dragon. Like, I remember when that video came out, people were like, Mina looks like G-Dragon. And, and, you know, she's just I'm had sure like a very kind of cute... She just like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a known thing, a, like a known yeah. joke, and I'm pretty sure they brought it up on a show that she looks like G Dragon. Yeah. Really? So. I have, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure because it was it was a it was K netizens that spread the like she looks like G Dragon thing. It wasn't international netizens that did it. So. <laughs> For me personally, I cannot be bothered. This is one of <laughs> in a string of comebacks and debuts that is boring. This. So far, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, um, I mean, I like it. Um, it's not that bad. I mean, I didn't really like it at first too much, but the more I listen to it, the more I like it. And like I've said it before, um, while we were watching the music video, like the thing with Mina is though is that because she's solo and she's by herself, and and I'm also seeing it when I'm watching her perform live, you can see how weak she is when it comes to do, to dancing. I mean, that's why I feel like that's why her the actual choreography isn't that hard or it's pretty simple. It's just so it can it be for her because to because she does look stiff a bit and it's just yeah. You can just see it more when she's by herself than when she's with the other members of Girls Day. Alright. Well let's go on to guy groups. Yay. Any BTOB fans here? Huh? I like them. I like some of them. I mean, they're okay. Yawn. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let uh, Korean news outlet Pan lay it out for you as to why BTOB has not made it yet. They actually did an entire list. Their opinion is that BTOB has not personally is not a popular boy group because their hiatus was too long after their de debut and they've consistently gone on six month breaks since their rookie days. They don't have a clear concept other than the bright and prankster like concept they've been pushing lately. They lack in visuals. To the public Please. they're all on the uh, let me <laughs> to the public they're all on the average to short side. True. What's it matter if they're talented? Nobody knows. You take one look at Mama Moo's stage and you think right away, wow, they're good singers. But you look at BTOB's beep beep, and that's the last thing you think. They need a song oh, okay. that brings out so their talent. A way for you to talk about Mama Moo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. This is not. This is not coming from me. <laughs> I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying that we picked this up so that you could talk about Mama Moo. <laughs> I did not even know that they mentioned Mama Moo in this. Okay, <laughs> and they just drew, they uh -huh. just named dropped them. Okay, and I feel I, in my opinion, they did that to get more clicks. Anyway, uh. A couple more things they said. Their title tracks lack in that special something. Their top three songs they had relatively good reactions were Second Confession, Beep Beep, and Wow. Actually, Wow is one of my favorite songs. BTOB should focus on songs that bring out vocal emotions rather than their performance and become stronger digitally. They get on reality shows but don't get any attention for it. Um, 
Yikes. And then last, their fandom doesn't know how to unite. They have a small fandom and ruined their image by whining on public community boards. The public already remembers the group for being quote-unquote unpopular. Okay, so real quick, the first thing I want to point out is that there is a reference to the fact that they don't have good stage presence, and then they tell them not to focus on stage <laughs> presence and have better digital sales. Like, what? So so they can't do one or the other. I don't, what do you want them to do? <laughs> First off, I think they're just okay. Um, I totally co-signed the visual thing 100%. But, like, you Excuse can't me. say one thing and then be like, but I want you to do the other thing too. I don't want you to do this thing, but I want you to do that thing. What? But I want you to do the thing that I told you not to do. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. That is the public. That is that um, what so they have to do. So basically, literally does nothing. Is what that article said. Is they're not popular because they suck. <laughs> they suck in all facets of life. Is basically <laughs> what happened. That's what the I, article. I, dis I disagree. Okay. Go ahead, Noah. Visual. First of all, they have Sunjay. Like he's, like every every other article about BOTB is about him looking good. Like I don't know what this person is talking about. Please go away. And and a matter of talent. Like if you actually watch uh, anything with them in variety show, like you will know they actually have talent. Uh, like Hyun Shik is very talented, um, and I didn't know that because his father is a very famous singer in Korea, apparently, like a really famous singer. Uh, I mean, I think it's more like most Nugu groups. It's like lack of direction, lack of uh, marketing, lack of like g uh, catchy songs. I mean, they haven't had a catchy song since Wow, so. Yeah, I, think I can't remember more, anything past that. No, me neither. It's like, no. Yeah. Instead, they will turn into boyfriend or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, boyfriend actually won once, so, you know, they're kind of ahead at the moment. Yeah, I would yeah. consider them ahead of BTOB at this point. Um, what the hell? Boy. <laughs> was, it like, was it in January? It was for their last song. Yeah, whatever their last uh, promotions were. Which, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, for me, for me with B2B, the thing is, I I never really paid that much attention to B2B, to be honest. Like, I always knew of them, but I never really listened to their music. So I don't, to be honest, like, I think when we first did our, like, video watching thing, um, and I think we saw, what was it, Beep Beep? Or, no, it was something, another Ooh, video we saw. Yeah, nice. we saw we saw that video. That was like the first time I ever actually watched their music video. Like I've never before actually properly listened to their music until that time. And so I don't know. I don't know what it, I now only know three members by name, which is Sungjae, Sungjae Ilhun, and Minhyuk. And that's and it. That's that's all. That's all I know. <laughs> and he'll shake. And he'll shake. The one with the I, nice body. I don't know that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, it could be. I mean, it could be a lot. I just of know Ilhun because he creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, to build on top of that, I think one reason, um, with looking at what that journalist was talking about, with poor BTOB, when you're thinking about 
you know, them being on the lower rung of the boy band totem pole, when you think about the fact that the amount of opportunities that idols have to show off um, their um, show off their you know talents and and get a hit song and get funding um, with this um, and th and this is kind of reflected in this other article uh, that came from uh, Naver Naver. Am I saying that right? Never. Neighbor? Yeah, neighbor. Neighbor. Okay. Neighbor. neighbor. Uh, that um, has also spread to um, other sites too, and which is fairly interesting. And it talks about how, basically, on music shows, um, you know, if you get on a music show, especially if you're a new group and can, in particular, uh, a new group, um, you're pretty much given three minutes to show everything you got. And the time is basically determined by the popularity and power of that artist. So, for example, you have Amber is someone who got all over three minutes on all three public broadcast music shows, while you have a mid-tier company girl group who had to have their song cut to under three minutes, despite being a senior group. And um, according to to uh, quoting from an insider from the article, there is even a team that quit promoting altogether because they couldn't even get three minutes. The producers have to take in consideration what the audience wants to see in the viewer rating, so they asked the group to cut their song to under two minutes, and they just quit promoting altogether. They basically lost in the power game. So that's what they're dealing with. So I guess you, when you think about that, I mean, it's... I guess it's pretty good that BTOB has made it this far. Um. And I think maybe it's also like, I guess Cube just doesn't know what to do with them really. Like they haven't really set them on a straight path as to the direction what they want them to go as as their look or like their signature look or anything like that. You know, mm. the last time I watched their comeback, it was when they did that winter song. And it wasn't cute, cute per se, but... It was different from like Thriller and all these, you know, they look like marching band. I don't know if you guys saw it, and they would wear pastel colors. And yeah, awful. And, <laughs> like, cute. I guess Cube just doesn't really know what to exactly do with BTV, which is weird because they pretty. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, we were talking about earlier too. I mean, they've got this new girl group um, that they just came out with, CLC. Crystal clear, and they seem to be. I mean, just from what I've seen, um, particularly, I just saw their MV not too um, long ago. But I've been mostly watching and watching their on-stage performances, and they seem to be pretty comfortable on stage. They're pretty on point with their choreography. I mean, they're pretty likable, and the song is not bad. Um, I get. I mean. This is their first single, so obviously, you know, it stands to see where they'll go from here. But I don't know. I feel like with, I guess because I liked WOW so much, I feel like maybe if um, BTOB had kept with, like, the East Coast, West Coast swing sort of thing, like, maybe they would, mm -hmm. you know, just try to reinvent themselves as a 90s, like, East Coast swing group, then I would have been fine with that. Just do that for, for, for the entire time. I, would, I wouldn't mind that. I think generally it's Cube maybe. I mean, first of all, Cube has a lot of groups. Second of all, when I think about it, have they ever promoted a group as well as the other big three? Or, or I mean, like SM or 
YG. Well, um, I think that's another thing is you're automatically typically at a disadvantage, I think, when you're not from one of the big three, especially when, in that article they were talking about, you know, like say Amber got more than three minutes. Like if you're from one of the big three, you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get all the time you need to promote yourself. But you're from a smaller group, and so the good thing is you have people from smaller groups that are getting successful now, like Sistar and, other, and Girls Day and, and other groups that aren't from big companies and are still, you know, getting fans and chopping, uh, topping charts despite the fact that they probably had to work a lot harder um, to get the attention and get the promotion that the big three, you know, are pretty much, I mean, they probably feel entitled to. The big two at this point, let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Well, JLP is kind of... I, I don't want I to like say big. A lot, but you can't like everybody makes the argument that people are gunning for that that third spot because JYP is kind of slacking and realistically speaking, they kind of are. Like there's no denying it. I like JYP, but there's no denying that they don't have the same impact that like YG and SM oh, well, yeah. they did. They you'd already see a GOT7 win and you'd see a bunch of other wins. Well, yeah. I mean, you have. SM, you have YG, and then there's a big drop, and then you have JYP, and then everything else. With JYP, I feel like they though they still they still have the industry connections, where I would rather be um, a part of their company, or I would like my chances better with them than say Dream Team. That's true. Yeah, and I, 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 told, I totally agree, but I think that you need to have the separation at this point because it used to be, you used to be able to say, like, oh, I'm on JYP, I'm going to be famous. That's not necessarily true. You probably could say, I'm on JYP, so I'll probably be on a variety show, but I don't think you can necessarily say, like, I'm going to be famous. Because I think the JYP people in general have to work a lot harder, with the exception of, like, the fact that Miss A came out with the perfect song and the perfect image at the perfect time and absolutely crushed. But outside of that, like all the all their other groups had to fight to like get there, you know. Mm. It's not like YG where like literally they have not had a debut that hasn't won in their first promotion. So it's like, what do you do at that point? Hmm. And it's not to say that YG groups don't deserve it. Like I I haven't had a, a YG promotion that I feel like didn't deserve to win. Um, that I can even think of, and the only one that I felt like didn't deserve to win didn't win, which is Haisu uh, Hyun or whatever. Like they didn't win, so. And I think that's totally justified because I don't think that song was necessarily great, you know. But like to anyone, the fire was fire, literally. Um, and like, then remember when winners, they came out, they went all out. Right, and and winners' debut was really good. Um, Akmu's debut was really good. Lehigh's debut is my favorite song by her, without a doubt. So, I mean, I don't think it's a big deal that the YG groups win, because I think that they actually do come out with good debuts. Um, but I think you could say the same about a lot of groups that never get the shine that they deserve. I mean, I think that Mamamoo's debut was their best song thus far, and they didn't win or get even close to it. Um, I think that 
well, I wouldn't say for EXID, I won't throw them them in there, but I think there's a lot of groups that have like super strong debuts. I think Kiss and Cry's debut deserved to win, for example. Um, and I don't think they would have broken up if they had at least charted well, but they didn't because nobody cares about that label. Like that label's most popular moment is the fact that SM made a song called Mister Mister, and that label got real mad and made a diss song to them. Like literally, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's the same label. Yes, oh, same with label. the group of Mister Mister. Yep. <laughs> Yep. I never understood that whole situation. I mean, I was like, okay, they made a song that's the same as the name of one of your group, but that, why get ticked off about it? I don't know. Um, Generally speaking, for me, I think, like nowadays, it's not like back in 2008 or 2009, 2010, where you could just debut a group and they would get some kind of attention because not a new group debuts every other week. Now, uh, most groups have to, like, most groups are not going to get a number one song. They're not going to win music shows at their, in their debut. Like, not even out of the big three. It's only YG who actually wins at debut. Um, most companies or most groups usually have to now build up a fan base, like they have to promote continuously, like all the time, like like promotion after promotion, back to back, and then when they saw, and then after maybe, depending on how good the songs are, maybe after four promotions, they have got they've gathered enough of big of a fan base to actually win a music show and then get some more attention and then get invited to more variety shows. And like right. that's the feeling. That's the feeling I'm getting. That it is how it is nowadays. I mean, that's the way it was for Sistar. Uh, that's the way it was for B1A4. Like, like they are probably one of the bigger groups outside of the uh, big three. Right, and I think the thing that people miss is like with the like, there's no one else that does the kind of pre-debut promotion like YG does. I mean, we kind of knew no. some of the people in Red Velvet because of SM Rookies or whatever, but we didn't know them like we knew Winner because they had this battling show where it, there was a potential that they wouldn't debut. Like people got the chance to hear them perform, see what they could do, see them dance, see the kind of style that they were going to do, like and build a um, a love for this group, and it's been a consistent thing with the exception of To Anyone since debut. Like, we got the same thing with Big Bang, and then To Anyone didn't do it, but To Anyone had To Anyone TV the minute they debuted, so you could instantly, like, learn about that group from the start. They were totally open to you. And then we got Winner, who came out and had this... Um, you know, they, they had Win this TV. on Win TV. Um, Lee High was on K-Pop Star, which clearly isn't their thing, but they still were on that, and then Akmu was on the same show, so it's like you had, uh, you already had the opportunity to be like, I really like them, and then they come out and they debut, and you already want to support them, um, so it's very different, the, the, the way they address things, whereas like SM puts new groups out to kind of stem the like damage that another group did, which isn't good business practice, and then... Oh. JYP, on the other hand, they kind of give you a warm-up to a group coming out. So that one's kind of hard, um, but I think it's the fact that they're just not the big three anymore. Like they're, they're still number three, but they're number three like, on, like considerably. Like if we were running a race, they're like a minute behind. You know? like they're, they're back there. And it's not their fault, 
or it's not uh, the fault of the artists because I think the artists are fine. I think if um, we didn't have the weird hiatus that we got from like Wonder Girls and 2PM, um, I think that if they had just carried on with their success, the GOT7 coming out would have been like, boom, GOT7, because it was like Miss A, boom, GOT7. It would have been fine. I think it would have been perfectly fine. But they did the same thing with Miss A where they made them promote less because they already made it. And I mean, I, I it's weird. It's a weird place to be because I like the way I like a group getting a lot of time off. I think you should get like six months off because when you're really? actually promoting, the schedule's hard. Yeah, the schedule's super hard when you're promoting and they're still promoting when they're not like on schedule. That's the thing. Um, people brought up EXID as a good example, right? EXID did up and down and then they were gone off music shows, but they still were promoting every single day that song. They still were doing it to the point where when EXID came back with uh, Up and Down because it blew up, they had already been promoting that song on like at universities and still promoting it almost every day. So it's literally like they never stopped. And that was like three months later and they still hadn't stopped promoting it. So, like, I think people forget, like, how much work these groups put in. And I think a good way to look at it is, like, look at how much work Jackson does. Jackson literally has not had much of a day off. He got to go on vacation for a little bit, and then he literally came back, and the day he arrived, he had to go film for, uh, for Roommate. So it's like, he doesn't really get time off, and he's literally worked between uh, their last promotion and then to... Um, uh, what's their song called? Their name I'll never remember. Stop, stop it. Yeah, stop, stop it. He was working all the way to stop, stop it, and then he worked through stop, stop it, and after stop, stop it. So, and he's still working right now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like they're they're when you are an idol group, especially if you're not YG and you don't get to take these big vacations, your schedule is rough. Like it's rough. So when people are like, oh, I want a group to come back every three months, like I get it. You don't want to miss your group, and I understand that, but you also have to understand that they don't get breaks. Like, when do you factor in the time your group needs to, like, relax and hang out and take a break? Yeah. Like, the problem, people, a lot of people's problem with XO is that they literally don't stop promoting, but that's not different for any other group. It's just the fact that you have this star group that everybody already likes for whatever crazy reason, and... They still have to. Prom they still promote it the same kind of schedule that like these groups that are still trying to make it. They promote it the same kind of schedule that GOT7 does. But people are like, well, GOT7 is still trying to make it, so whatever. And EXO's established, so they shouldn't promote that hard. But the point is that everybody promotes like that. So why why do you get a break once you make it? You know, you gotta you gotta decide. Like nobody gets a break, or everybody should get the same kind of break, and you shouldn't hold it against people for not. For, for taking a break like that. Like, you can't hold it against BTOB that they actually get to take time off. It's great for them they get to take time off, in my opinion. Um, is it making them a super famous group? Well, probably not, but do you really think if they promoted every three months they'd be more popular with the songs that they've given us? I don't think so. I guess so if you look hard. at the K-pop business model, I mean, whether... I mean, like you said, it doesn't necessarily mean that if they ran them into the ground, that that means that they would be popular. But to their business model, they're like, okay, you perform, you perform, you perform, you perform. You know, you're doing something every day, and you do that until we make money, or if we don't, then you disband, 
or we replace you or do something else. I mean, that's pretty much the business model. And that's why you only the top groups like Big Bang or like SNSD, like even get va anything like resembling an official vacation. Like basically everyone else, even people that are, you know, kind of, you know, considered a, a top group, but not really not even, but not even at SNSD Big Bang level. You know, they occasionally get a little, you know, time off here and there. But it's always, it's it's about making money. It's about making sure people don't forget you because once you know you're gone and people forget you, then it's it's hard to get that, you know, audience back. And you know, they do. Right. Most of the people that listen to their songs and our fans are. Um, you know, younger people um, that buy, you know, that buy their CDs and, and buy their products and watch and their even, CFs. even then, like, when you have, let's, like, even if you take a group that totally is established, like, you could take Big Bang, um, mm -hmm. you know, they've had this kind of long hiatus, so to speak. Um, Top's been doing dramas, and outside of that, they went on a world tour with a ton of shows. And, like, I get it. It's rough to do like one, you know, performance because you have to repeat the same performance over and over again. I guarantee you, there is nothing more taxing than a day of doing a concert when you are the only act in the concert. Like, granted, in Japan, they at least got to have um, Icon as their opener, but they still get no breaks. I went to a Big Bang concert. It's like an hour and a half of them just straight performing. It's more than that. I think it's like two hours of them straight performing. Like, they did a ton of music at the LA show. And they had to fly in to do the show. Like, it's a lot of work to do these performances. So when people are like, oh, you need to come back more, it's weird because you never get that in the States. You never yeah. get people who are like, oh, man, aside from Justin Timberlake, and it took him being out for, like, three years for people to be like, this guy really needs to come back right now. <laughs> like, we yeah. really need some new Justin, you know? So, like, I, I don't know. It's, it's a very strange world that K-pop exists in. And it's interesting to me. Like, I enjoy watching it, but I think it's silly that people expect so much of these poor... These people are human beings, you know? They work hard. It's not easy to be an entertainer. And I think people just think, oh, they're entertainers, so their life must be easy, and I don't think that's true. I agree. Kiara? I thought you I thought you were gonna oh. say something. <laughs> oh I was like, oh so Oh no no I was gonna say nothing, nothing. I was just agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well speaking of Big Bang, um last week um a lot of VIPs and um other Big Bang fans were very um disappointed because uh there were reports that um basically uh Big Bang was supposed to come back in April, and then, then there was reports that um, that that was not going to happen, um, allegedly because they need more time to work on their album and do whatever. Well, now, you know, as of about um, 19th, 18th um, of March, a few reports have started coming out. Um, about Big Bang basically opening up a solo concert on April 24th to 26th at the Seoul Olympic Park's Gymnastics Stadium. And 
um, YG basically saying that this is happening as part of their comeback promotions for their new album to be released around the beginning of um, April. And also, they basically, with this comeback, Icon and Winner, unfortunately, are going at risk of having their albums delayed. But obviously, Big Bang is the priority here. Um, now, um, I've been seeing things already around um, the internet about a possible EXO versus Big Bang showdown because we all know EXO is coming back and apparently oh. hotels are already selling out in Gangnam um, in anticipation of EXO coming back and doing showcases and so there's already this, oh, is this going to be the big showdown that we're going to have? And, of course, who's going to win? Um, I personally uh, don't care. I prefer Big Bang, but I do care about all the potential um, fan craziness that may um, come out as a result. So... No. That is the only reason that I <laughs> 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 um, Well, I think I read that uh, Big Bang or YG Entertainment are they're gonna push Big Bang's comeback even further, so it's, it will not be in April. So they probably won't conflict, right? Right. Yeah, that was at first, and then the most recent thing that I I mean I don't know there may be since we're technically behind South Korea, or at least uh, most of us are, um, there may be something else out now that says it's delayed. I mean, who knows with YG. But the most yeah. recent thing is of, um, as of okay. the recording of this podcast, uh, that they were s starting that solo concert um, at the, um, around the end of April that is supposed to jump off their um, mm. promotion. So... I'm I'm actually more worried about Miss A because <laughs> they because they're I'm actually not. having they're actually having their comeback at the same time. Oh, I didn't so. think about that. <sighs> yeah, like they're in it, JYP. I think I it's worry. fine. I'm, I think it's fine. How it's how is that them, fine? It's not about them winning. It's about them selling well. Like it's fine as long as they sell well. If they get second every single time, it doesn't matter. They'll still sell well. And they're guaranteed to win on at least one show. I promise you they'll win on at least one show. There's going to be a show that freaking EXO doesn't go to, and that's where Miss A will win. But as long as their song sells well, that's all that matters. Like, realistically speaking, because they already know what they're getting themselves into. Like, you can't tell me that JYP didn't look at this and be like, okay, we're in K-pop. Every single person here are girls for the most part. Like, the majority of the fan base are females. So clearly, mm -hmm. I'm going to lose to EXO. It's all about selling well still. All they have to do is sell well. They also have to come out first so that they can guarantee themselves a couple wins. Like, that's it. That's all they got to do. I think it's going to be perfectly fine um, for them to come out now. It, would it be better if they came out later? Sure, it sure would. But it, it doesn't matter as long as their song does well still. You can do well while another song is out there crushing. There's plenty of groups who have done well while, like, YG's crushing. It's all about actually doing well. The, the issue mm -hmm. is that sometimes you have a group like EXO who comes back, 
and literally nothing else comes out at the same time, so everything looks so far behind them that it's like, oh, EXO just crushes everything. But there's been plenty of times where groups have come out and promoted, and they just were second fiddle. Like, there's been groups who have promoted at the same time as Big Bang, and they just lose every show to Big Bang, but they're still right there with them. They're the second place every time, and they lose by a couple points. People still see that as a success. You can be second and be successful. The reason people are saying that Gaian's um, current day, or current comeback was successful is because it did get second place at one point. So it's all about still doing well with the exception of being able to beat um, like a big group. And if Miss A Song ever beats EXO, that's it. Like they solidified themselves in their spot. So I think it's worth it at this point for them to do what they're doing. I don't think it would make sense for them to push back Miss A even more. That's mm -hmm. true. They're supposedly having a showcase on the 30th of March before officially kicking off their promotion. So it seems like they're not going to, it's not going to be too much longer before we see them, um, see them come back. And of course, JYP is not... Um, he didn't um, didn't produce Hush, and he won't be producing this um, upcoming um, single. I, I, that's a bad thing. I, I mean, I don't know why everybody's complaining about JYP. JYP is a really good producer. I mean, oh, I I didn't say whether it was good or bad. I was just mentioning it. No, um, I, I just mean I read some comments and like and how people don't want J, a JYP song. I mean, I, why not? Like. Any every hit song JYP is JYP Entertainment has, has ever had is produced by JYP himself, with the exception of Hush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Hush was like their biggest hits. Hush did really well. Yeah. Like surprisingly like well was, for the type of song different. that it was, it did really well. Yeah. Really? But I think yeah, it did really well. It won, and it did really well on the charts. It was on the charts for a long time. The thing is, this is the thing, right? People are holding on to this idea that they want Miss A to be different from JYP. I totally agree with you um, that I think there's nothing wrong with JYP producing stuff. Like, people are so quick to be like, oh, it's another JYP song. Yeah, JYP produced all of the Wonder Girl songs that you love. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Most of the people who are like, oh, I don't want any more JYP. But they love all, the, they love all of the um, Wonder Girl songs, and they love all the 2PM songs. That's all JYP. Yeah, what do bad you girl, good girl, like, come on. Bad girl, good girl that put Miss A on the map, JYP. So don't tell me you don't like JYP and you don't want him on the songs. Like, does he give a consistent image to his groups? He sure does. What's wrong with a group having a consistent image? I don't understand. Like, it's not a big deal. I don't care either way because I really liked Hush, but I've literally liked everything that Miss A's done with the exception of Breathe, and I don't even dislike Breathe that much. It's just the song I don't like as much as the rest of them. So... I don't know what the big deal is. I like, you're perfectly breathe. fine. I didn't like <laughs> I thought breathing was really garbage, but whatever. I think it was too early in their career to do a song that took that much out of them because they all sounded winded. And it's like you can't give them this difficult song to sing with difficult choreo at the beginning of their career because then it's going to make people talk about their performances not being great because they weren't. Like Faye didn't sound mm -hmm. good. But now, if you had given them Breathe now, I'd totally be on board. Or like a couple promotions ago, before I Don't Need a Man, totally I would have been on board. But I just think it was too early for them to have that song. Okay. All right. Well, either way, 
I hope that Miss A, AAA, does very well on their comeback. And I am personally really excited to hear anything they've got to say, any clip or whatever. And the only thing we've seen, I think we've seen Faye's um, promotional pictures and yeah. GF. GF yeah, just, just came out. And so I'm waiting for those men ones. Heart. <laughs> I did not <laughs> recognize you, men when I first saw the the picture, the first picture that was released. I did not recognize men. Really? Was, she I looks did. exactly I think like she, she lost does. No. Weight. no, it took weight. me a second because yeah, she's lost weight. But she no, looks exactly the changed. same. No, she looks like okay. Maybe you guys In don't watch. It could be Photoshop. About no, no, I, I don't think she looks that much different. Like, I think she clearly looks like men. She looks photoshopped. Yeah, I, I agree. But she doesn't look photoshopped to the point where, like, she's a totally different human being. No, but no, she does she look better. Did, like, with the, with the photo and the lighting and everything and then her having lost weight. Maybe like, it's because she's, like, sight. laughing in one of, like, the first picture I saw, she was laughing and I was like, well, that's men. <laughs> you, you yeah, no, I Okay, that's because I was like, I looked at the others and I was like, okay, that's men. I just didn't recognize her at first because, like I said, the photo and then she lost some weight. And but after, I mean, it's not like she looks completely different. I just didn't recognize her at first. No, she does. No, no, she's not like that girl. From, she's not like Zinger. I mean, she does look. Zinger. <laughs> Basically, she has not gotten this since the plastic surgery done on her face. Maybe she has, but we don't we'll know until we see her the comeback. Uh, we will know if you watch anything that she's in. She's on that K-style show with Irene, and she looks exactly the same. Just thinner. She yeah, she got anything. I mean, she got anything as extensive as Zinger. That would definitely be noticeable. Cause yeah, Zinger's exactly. Was, Zinger's was pretty noticeable. Yeah, I, I watched. I like watching. I'm the sorry, Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> Just to like see her because I love men. She's my bias in that group, and she literally Weird. looks exactly the same except less weight. Like that's it. Okay. And yeah, yeah, she's my bias. I don't know. I like I like that she's really funny, and I like that she laughs like unapologetically. Like she does not care that she looks ridiculous when she laughs, and I appreciate that. I like people with big ridiculous smiles and crazy laughs. Like I love Young uh, Ji, not because I think she's particularly beautiful, but even though I do, I think she's really pretty. But I liked her originally because her laugh is like the most charming thing in the whole world. Like that's FYI, what put me on board. Tim fangirls. That's that's what he's into. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, Tim likes a girl that likes to laugh. Yeah, I like fun. I like girls who like to be that totally embrace like being uh, in a moment and laughing and not caring what people think about them. Like that's my ideal type. So that is so funny because there was a recent study that showed that men don't like women that are funny. I know. I love funny girls. I love... If you have a sense of humor, instant points. Like, the minute I see that you're funny, I'm like, okay, I already like you. Let's go. Continue on with your life. <laughs> like, I don't like A-Pink, but I like so many people in A-Pink because they all have, like, a good sense of humor, and they're totally cool with, like, laughing and being funny. Like, I, I don't really think that Bami's particularly attractive, but her personality is so attractive to me because she's so comfortable with, like, laughing and having having a good time and making a joke out of herself, that's, yeah. that's it. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're on TV? I'll watch you. What's up? That's true. <laughs> okay, so um, going off of the boy band, um, let's go off to a definite hot, hot topic um, as of the past week or so. 
Red Velvet has come out with their first mini album. Uh, oh boy. A <laughs> completely different concept. Um, and two MVs. Uh, one called Automatic, which is kind of uh, reminiscent of. Um, oh, what was their last? The SES Be Natural. Be Natural. We keep forgetting. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember the name of that song. Um, but it's kind of reminiscent of that. And then they have uh, Ice Cream Cake, which. Um, is Yawn. more, which is uh, a lot more poppy, uh, a lot more uh, something that I could definitely see FX having done um, at an earlier time in their career, and also gaining some uh, criticism from international uh, K-pop fans because of the lyrics. Um, if we look at the performance and the video, and just in general. I mean, just looking, taking from visual cues, I mean, you can tell it's, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek sexual song. I mean, anytime someone's like, give me that ice cream cake, I mean, you know, you know what they're talking about generally. Um, yeah. Then they have a um, new member, of course, they just joined, Yeri, who apparently just turned 15. Uh, no, 16, I'm sorry. She was 15, turned 16. Um, the recent performance. Korean age or? I'm guessing Korean age. So okay. I don't even like to go into that because I I would mess that up completely. It's okay. <laughs> it's numbers <laughs> and then it's just it's stupid. If anyone wants to correct me on that, please do. Um, and they haven't, you know, they've been dressing her appro appropriately. Um. As far as an idol, how idle 16-year-olds are dressed. Uh, she's got pigtails. She's dressed like a kindergartner. Um, however, people are a little uh, disturbed by the fact that she's in a song um, where we have uh, lyrics like, Please give me that sweet taste, ice cream cake. The ice cream that's on my mouth makes your heart pound and you'll come to me. It's so tasty. Come and chase me. <laughs> I can't hold it in. I scream. You scream. He can't hold it in. What the hell? Give me, get, give me that ice cream. Oh, chocolate, vanilla chocolate honey with a cherry on top. I'll show you different things every day. Oh, oh so they like black men. Eh? More hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Red Velvet, holla at me. <laughs> um, where is the worst one? Uh, Pops, it's melting in my mouth. Putting so much in that it'll feel like my mouth is melting down. Oh, have mercy. Never get me wrong, my boo. I have no interest in that bag. From boring Monday to Wednesday, Thursday, man, I want to pass. Your look toward me, I see some good vibes. It's a good feeling with my eyes. Meet yours. That sweet oh. taste. Ice cream cake. Okay, so... To be clear, my favorite, I, I first off, before you finish, my favorite <laughs> thing done. on this podcast is when you have to like <laughs> recite <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm instantly like, yeah, get it. I think so. Yeah, get it. I love the way Ash just talks, like how she says it, because it, it just makes it so It makes it a hundred times better when Ash <laughs> says it. Like, <laughs> that you had to do, because like, that was the best. Like, 
I'm just trying to. This is this is the general English translation that I found. Um, oh no, it was awesome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're all on board. It's awesome. It's my favorite time. <laughs> to be fair, some of the more suggestive lines Yeri does not sing, but when they perform the entire song together, and then you add in the dance moves, um, that makes some people kind of uncomfortable. Uh, so that's been uh, kind of a bit of an issue. However, I don't think it's going to make any traction because as far as I can tell, only international K-pop fans have a problem with that. Um, regular K-pop fans, uh, Korean fans, uh, are pretty much all on the red velvet train and they are loving the song. And um, other than I've heard some criticisms about their... Um, their music show performances, they seem kind of stiff, and some of the dancing, although if I had to wear those ugly pastel schoolgirl outfits, I would be uncomfortable dancing in those too. Um, but, yes, <laughs> Red Velvet. Uh, let's, um, let's open table discussion. Also, uh, for any uh, disgruntled, um, our big FX fan, Shannon, is not here. Um, which would be would have been great um, because there's a lot of disgruntled FX I'm fans because FX. Red Velvet mm -hmm. is getting a fan name and how many years has FX been uh, promoting <laughs> group and they still have no, one? No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a mulligan here. We're not gonna talk about that because I want Shannon on the podcast when we actually address. Okay, that. so we're gonna we we're just gonna wait for, for <laughs> we're just gonna wait for <laughs> Shannon. We used to be on the podcast because both of them like FX, so we we need that moment. Okay, <laughs> we, need, we need we need actual FX stands on the show. Yeah, so I think it's funny, it. and I think everybody else is going to say it's funny. We need to relate. Because I like them. I like them. I'm just we, not an FX fan. We will wait for them. Um, but general, open table discussion on Red Velvet. Uh, well, I'm going to start off by saying this is what I'm... This is what annoys me. Like, people... Like, could, like a lot, there's been a lot of complaints of Gaim's song and dance, but of course nobody has a problem with like girls, even a, and a 16 year old, being in school outfits talking about how they're going to give a guy the best blowjob of his life. That's the, like, uh, I, just, I just can't get it. It, it. it annoys me and it just shows like they don't actually give a shit about content, and and when it comes to the song, like I don't know what SM is on lately. Ever since uh, what's that song, the chicken song? I got a chicken on. I got a boy. Yeah. Chicken song. Calling it that. Well, yeah, yeah, I got a boy. I got a boy in my gym. I got a chi boy chicken. <laughs> oh man, kill him! No, go for it. No, but literally, that's what I thought. I got a gym in my boy with a chicken. Like, oh, yeah, like you, you I just can't believe that. I can't. Just, I just can't believe Ash got it on the first round. Like she understood right away. I'm like the chicken. No, I just. I no, remember I, that. I, I, I remember that. So, but I was like, oh, please don't be talking about that one because that's it for us. Like we might as well hang it up right now. <laughs> so and, anyway. I mean, well, 
anyways, it's like it's again there's like three, four different songs in one song. It doesn't make any sense. It's creepy in one in one second, and then they're talking about ice cream. Another one. It's I mean literally. This song would have no traction, no, they would not have no fan base unless it was a song. It's like, I mean, the happiness video, what's it called? Happy Ending? No, no happiness. Happiness was called. Yeah, you were on point. Happy Ending was uh, <laughs> Epic High. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's okay. Sorry. I'm not, not cool. I, don't, I don't have any problem with Red Velvet. I liked Natural and I, and I like Automatic. And I mean, I feel I feel bad for him for being always in uh, scandals of any kind. I just, it's just that the songs are so even even the R&B songs is like so 90s, uh, so 90s. Like it's a 90s group that released their se- third single from from an album. It's, I don't know what like what See, is that? I don't mind thinking? that because I feel like the '90s the slow jam '90s thing can kind of be their thing. Yeah, but I then, like that. I but like then, our, like our, when I they're going off into thing. like the FX light kind of stuff, and then they're adding someone that's just turned, you know, it's is way younger than the others, and you're trying to do this tongue and cheek. Sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> and trying to do this tongue and cheek sexy thing, and uh, I don't know. It doesn't work as well, I don't think, but that's just me. What do you think, Tim? Um, I think that Ice Cream Cake is a garbage song. I'm sorry. Like, I don't like anything about it. It's so boring to me, and it's so, like, cookie-cutter, boring, pop, SM garbage. Um, the fact that it's actually about, like, like low-key about sexy things does nothing for me, first off. Second off, I think it's hilarious, especially because I got a lyrical breakdown of lyrics I didn't know from Ash. Like, it's, I, I almost want to go back and listen to the song now just to be like, I know what you're talking about this time. Like, I, I genuinely know. But uh, I don't know. Like, my problem is I really like Automatic, and I think that it's the perfect um, kind of, like, it's not too sexy, but it's still sexy image for them, and I think that's fine. I don't think automatic pushes like a 16-year-old to being like grossly sexy. I think it's perfectly fine to have a song that's a little, uh, it has like a sexier feel, but it's not like come in my mouth, which is essentially what ice cream cake is. So it's like, eh, I don't know. It's it's this is a one of those weird times where it's like there's a 16 year old, so I'm kind of uncomfortable about everything that they do. But at the same time, automatic. If you're just going to talk about the songs, automatic is the better song, and it nobody Definitely. cares about it, and that bothers the heck out of me. Like I can't even wrap my head around how upset I am because I like that song and I hate ice cream cake, and I think it's so tacky and so cheesy. And it's such a waste. There's like actual talent in that group, and you're just wasting yeah. it by being like, let's do ice cream cake, you know, whatever. This is why I don't like SM because they have talent, and they're just like, we don't know what to do with talent. <laughs> Give me XM. <laughs> like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll pull no shots on this one. Like, literally, that's what they do. They had. They like the only the last time that I felt like they legitimately cared about having talent was the fact that TVXQ got to shine for the time that they got to be together, and I'm totally cool with that because there are tons of talented guys in that group. So you shine, but like 
they have um, the grace on their label, and pfft, nobody cares. And it's just like, seriously, that's the most talented group of females that they've ever had in their group, or in their, on their label, and they just, like, pooped on them. Blackbeat was great. They just poop on them. They just don't care about talent as long as they have a bunch of pretty guys to put on on the front, or, well, pretty in other people's crazy opinions, um, guys to put on forth and give them a song, and it can be a mediocre song. They don't care because it's a bunch of guys, and they're catering to the like 75% female audience which is why Super Junior and EXO are both popular so whatever I don't care like I just don't care sorry hmm. <laughs> okay <laughs> <I> could... <laughs> Kiara what do you uh, well for me I also I'm I just I'm not really feeling Ice Cream Cake I feel like it feels like a song they first had for Sonia Shide to put in one of their albums for like probably for I Got a Boy, but then they're like, Nah, That's we have true. we already we already have I Got a Boy. We can't have another song that we're gonna like, keep this one. Everything, <laughs> but we're gonna hold on to it. And then, and then they were planning to give it to FX, but then like, Nah, it's FX stylish, but eh, we're not. We don't want to really put this on their album, so we they don't give like it to them. them that much. And then we <laughs> and then <laughs> and then it all trickled down to Red Velvet. That's the sense I get with the song, because it feels like a something that I make. I've heard from me Sonia Shade FX. But the thing is I feel like they executed it so wrong. And again, but it's definitely a song I wouldn't like, even if Sonia Shade or FX did it. So, you know, in the end. I think like Tim said, I think pretty much it is a kind of a garbage song, I feel like. It's just it's being reliant on yeah. SM fans and relying on their making it feel packaging packaging it like it's a like all this all fresh and different when to be honest it isn't when it's coming from SM Entertainment. Um and yes and as to what uh, Noah was saying earlier about how like oh people are saying all these things about Gaian but are not saying anything about um ice cream cake. The thing is because they package it in such a cute way they put and in a way colors. that's actually more disturbing. <laughs> they, they, they pack it, yeah, they package it in this these pastel colors with five young girls, five blonde girls, make it, you know, cute in a way that they don't and they put um I guess addicting uh music to it that peop that Korean fans they don't see it that way. They say, Oh, mm. this is a cute song and then one you're gonna see like five, six, seven-year-old little girls dancing to the song and singing along to the song, and no one's gonna say, no one is gonna say anything because they're like, oh, look at them, they're dancing to Red Velvet, oh, so cute, and you know, no one's gonna. But the feeling is different if, like, let's say, a five, six-year-old was singing and dancing to Gaim, you know, it's so different. Yeah. The reaction would it be so is. different, despite the fact that they could be talking about this. They could, both songs could be talking about the same thing, but because of the way they're packaged. If a five-year-old is singing those two songs, people, the Korean, Koreans would be applauding her for singing Red Velvet, but they'd be like, oh, no, no, if she was yep. singing a Gaian song. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. Just because of how it's all packaged and who is singing it. If Gaian was singing Ice Cream Cake, you know, it'd be a different thing. <laughs> um, there would be no, like, there would be no, like, tongue-in-cheek. It would be out there. Be like, this is what I'm talking about. She wouldn't even be trying to make like an illusions no. to it. It would just be No, but even yeah. so, like even if they package it the same way, they put a guy in, in pastel colors and they made it all cutesy, they would still be like, no, this is sexual. Because it's guy in. But because it's five young girls dressed in pastel colors and blonde hair and looking pretty, it's a cute, you know, young, fresh song. 
You know, that's mm-hmm. that's just how it's always been. You know, when it's, especially when it comes to K-pop and young these young female groups, as long as it's packaged in a pretty red bow or a pretty bow, it's okay. It doesn't matter what they're singing about because it's addicting and it's cute. Yeah, I mean, yep. I feel like 100%. you know some people have a problem with the kind of cute, fresh, you know. Uh, you know, cutesy, you know, concept that a lot of girl groups um, get, especially when they just get started. And honestly, I mean, I at least prefer something. I mean, if you're gonna do that, I prefer something like Girlfriends High, which is at least lovely. <laughs> no, lovely. Oh my God, I'm already getting them confused. Lovelies, um, High. If you're gonna do that, then you know have something where you know it's like, oh, you know, we're talking about this, but um, you know we're gonna act, you know, innocent about it. Um, where you do have a group, I mean, some people find high and nauseatingly um, cutesy song and the dance nauseating, but I mean, it's it's what it is. I mean, it's not trying to, I mean, there's still, I mean, you can still look there for the sexual connotations, but that's more of a cultural thing, I think, than, you know, someone just, you know, you know, knowingly putting this out, putting that song out there, and to me, like I said, it wouldn't bother me nearly as much if Yeri was not in the group. <laughs> but with her there, it just makes it uncomfortable. So every time I see them perform that song, it's just going to be like a... So. Yeah, I didn't uh, even know about all those lyrics. Now that you told me, Ash, I don't know. know about this song. Like, I didn't know of this. <laughs> well, I read something I about people were talking about it, and then I was like, well, i got to go look up the lyrics. And I was like... I was expecting something worse, but I was like, still. And then when you watch the performances and you kind of put it all together in your mind, then it's like. Mm. Yeah, but and and one and the other thing is, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's if it is because of the song, but clearly, Red Velvet seem uncomfortable on on their stages. They like there's something lacking. They're not yeah. like hitting those. Like hitting the choreography in the right way, they don't look happy. And like, and when, and this new group, the CLC, when you see, when you compare their performances with Red Velvet, it's like night and day. Like, I did not expect anything from CLC. I like literally, I don't give a shit about this kind of cute kind of girl groups, but they are killing it. Like killing it. And like they're hitting the choreography. Their song is fun. It reminds me of Wonder Girls. And then when I see Red Velvet, I'm like, wow. Even, I mean, I personally think that's my personal opinion. I think they themselves are uncomfortable with the concept and the song. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard different, the people have definitely been noticing that, and I've heard everything from it's the alphas that are making them uncomfortable to them adjusting to Yeri being in the group. Um I, I guess it's possible that they could be uncomfortable with the song as well. Um, yeah, but I definitely think that there's. It's kind of interesting for them to, you know, since this is their, you know, well, technically third time out, um, if you count Be Natural, you know, performing and, and on music shows and everything, that you would think that there would be some, it, some growth there with stage wise, or at least it wouldn't feel like they went backward. 
So, I, must, and, I must be the only person that doesn't think they look that uncomfortable. Like, I really don't... I don't get that feeling from watching them. Like, I don't think they look, like, super comfortable, but I don't think they look noticeably uncomfortable either. Yeah, like, I, I don't think they look uncomfortable, just that they're, they look less... I don't know, like, they, they're not... The stage presence is less... I think they look more into it than they looked into it for Be Natural, so... Well, yeah, Be Natural, I think, was... I mean, worse. they looked way more into it during the Happiness promotion. But That's Happiness was also their debut. That's my only issue, is, like, it's hard to compare because their debut, of course, they're going to look more into it. In my opinion, I yeah. think every group looks more into it for their debut, so... That's I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard. Like I I see where people are coming from, and I I'm not saying that you're wrong or anything like that. I just personally, for me, I don't think that there's anything to make of it other than that. Like maybe they don't look as into it because I don't think the song necessarily lends itself to being super duper crazy into it. You know, and mm. I think that they look fine doing ice cream cake. I think they look super less into it doing automatic, but I think it's also because it's like, mm. oh, the song doesn't actually matter to us. Yeah, they only get like mm. they don't even get any time to perform the song, so Yeah, so that's my problem with it is like they get like a minute <laughs> like a minute and a half to perform it and they just don't look into it, but I'm like at the same time I'm like, "Well, yeah, of course you don't. I wouldn't look into it either cuz I wouldn't care." So, I, I don't know. For me, I don't really I don't get the the whole like they don't Well, look that's into a it. that's a matter of opinion. On right, another note, on another note, like the there was like this news thing about uh, Yeri, the, the newest member who's 16, which would actually mean she's 15, she, that she had, like, uh, a lot of people noticed that she has, like, a square <laughs> thing. I saw uh, that, and I was like, that's Wait, so she has weird. a what? I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> she, has a, she has a square thing on her uh, forehead, and people, like, First, people thought it was like reflection, maybe a highlighter, but it actually is. Uh, apparently, it is implant, like forehead implant. What? <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I didn't. And, I thought I was like, this like, is kind of weird. Yeah, and it, like at first, like people thought it was because of reflection or highlighter, because. But then she start when she moved her head, it you could see like the 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 square thing stayed in the same shape, like, so it was not the light. And okay, that, and, and that for time, me... Because I want to make that, sure that I heard this right. A square what? This, this it looks, square the way her, her, her head is kind of put, it looks like she has, yeah, like, something for, like, implanted I can in her forehead, like a little square. Shine. Okay. It's like okay. a okay. square okay. shine. Right. That's what I thought I heard. Okay. Yeah, and that, that brings up to me, like, how young is too young for to have plastic surgery? And like, I don't know. The only thing limit? is, like, if that's plastic surgery, what kind of plastic surgery would that be? Why would you but just I, put? But, <laughs> but apparently, because I because I googled uh, <laughs> surgery in Korea, and and there's a apparently there's tons of websites that offer in English like uh, travel. Uh, packages to have surgery in Korea and it, I, it, I guess it takes some time before the square thing adjusts to the face. Uh, it's, it's oh, totally Lord have mercy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <I'm> like, <laughs> it's, supposedly, supposedly it's about, it, it should take a, a year 
Uh, <laughs> Alright. Until it's not noticeable in any way, shape, or form. But, yeah, like, uh, so, but in the beginning, yeah, they will, like, in certain angles or take a picture with the camera, they will, there might be uh, a square on somebody's forehead if they have done implants on their forehead. First of all, I don't know why anyone would have implants on their forehead. I don't get right? why. Right? That's what I'm saying. Why did they have that? <laughs> like, of all <laughs> things. And second of all, like, I mean, if she's 16 and she, in Korean Asia, she's probably done 14, 15 for us. I mean, that's for me, that's ridiculous. Is yeah. it not? Either way, it's really weird. Um, yeah, you guys, if you look up the, they have the little gif. It, you can see. I don't, I don't. I'm not gonna say whether I think it's an implant or not, but it's definitely there, whatever it is. That's um, amazing. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the funny thing. Or, the this section. is pretty funny. Uh, oh yeah. Nettles and Buzz uh, from. Uh, I just have to because this is pretty funny, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm gonna quote this for them from someone named KFG underscore two four seven. They think it's the tracking chip that SM puts in their eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, so I think that's a better um, explanation. Oh, kill him. <laughs> so wrong. You're wrong for that. Whoever you are, you're so wrong for that. But that's kind of funny. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> I think that's a better explanation, personally. But that's just me. Yeah. I mean, oh, at the end, we don't know for sure what it is. It could be a highlight, like maybe they contoured something wrong in her face, or it could possibly. <laughs> nah, it's an implant. Or it could be an no implant. Girl. We don't know. But um, I mean, no. the, I was saying that, like, as of young as as young as junior high school girls in Korea yes. have been getting plastic surgery. I mean, because easily they can just get their concession, their consent from their parents. As long as they can get that, they can get surgery. Um, yeah, so I know. I, that's one knows? thing I've learned when I, when I read some articles. Apparently, having surgery in junior high, middle school actually happens, and it happens quite a lot, apparently. So I guess it's nothing new in Korea or anything abnormal. It's just, I guess, from my point of view, really shocking. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, what? But then actually, when I looked at it, I was like, yeah, there's something. It's something. I don't, I don't know. I like, I, said, I don't want to say what it is, but it's something. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Okay, so. I think we're all talked out and ready. And it's like different performances, and it's the same square. Apparently, there's something there. <laughs> You've been like checking for it in different. I really gotta look for it now. Like, I want to know. I'm really curious now. Yeah. What the end countdown and the music bank performance? The square is it's there. It's not in the MVs though. It's what? No, it's not in the MV though. MV. Oh. No, it's not. No. <laughs> I'm gonna look for it. I'm gonna look. I've never heard of this, so like this is all new to me, and I'm just like, what is this? What are you talking about? And how do I see it? Like, yeah, apparently, uh, K netizens and international netizens are seeing it both. So. Oh, I believe it. Something. Like I'm not denying that it's there. I just haven't seen it, so I'm like, oh god, I gotta see it. 
<laughs> now everybody's going to be watching their performances and going to be looking at her forehead just to see if it's there. So hey, you're welcome, for the, the so promotion we just gave you. <laughs> Poor girl. Okay. Um, so, moving on from Red Velvet, <laughs> I think we've exhausted <laughs> this topic. Um, something that is actually not K-pop related, but is Korea related. Um, but that was kind of interesting and something that we can all give our little opinions on. So, there's been an um, article that was um, covered in Korean news that's been making the rounds um, about uh, Korean cuisine and how foreign tourists generally give Korean food a C, just average, um, as far as what they, you know, how they, how much they like it. Now, that being said, North Americans are apparently the most satisfied with the food, rating it around 83%. Japanese gave it 78%, and Europeans 77 and others at 76 um, the dishes that most of people have eaten and tried are bibimbap, bulgogi, samgyeopsal, chicken, rice cakes, um, kimbap, uh, most delicious um, bibimbap, bulgogi, samgyeopsal, chicken, galbi, most disliked grilled fish, um, naemyeong, which is personally my favorite. Um, oh, rice and stew, <laughs> rice and wraps, bean paste stew, and kimchi fried rice, which I like as well. Mm. So I guess I'll ask you guys, have you tried Korean food and what do you consider your favorite foods? Oh, that would be so hard, but uh, I like sulubu jjigae, kimchi jjigae, but uh, I, like, I, I like actually... Um, the bean paste stew the most, even if uh, a lot of other people who are not used to Korean food don't like it. I, that's personally my favorite. Um, that said, I could totally understand why people uh, think the Korean cuisine is not that wow, because you need to go to uh, the Jola province. Um, it's, it's about four or five hours uh, away from uh, Seoul? With Jola province. It's a province in Korea. Uh, uh, I forgot the name of the cities, but that's where all the really good food is. Like if you want to eat really good Korean food according to Koreans, then you need to go to the Jola province or any, any of the cities there because apparently they are the really good uh, chefs. Um, that said, I also think when you think about it, Korea, Korea is uh, like the only uh, the only East Asian country and one of the very few industrialized countries in the world that does not have a Michelin star restaurant. Oh, interesting. Japan has Japan has it. Um, China has it. If you if you count. What was it? Uh, star? Sorry, I missed that. No, no, no problem. Uh, uh, in East Asia, uh, Korea is the only country that doesn't have a Michelin star. What's that? Uh, a Michelin star is like the epitome of food reviews that you can get. Like if you have a okay. Michelin star, that, that means you are that restaurant <laughs> is on a whole. It's like culinary art. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's yeah. what um um the uh, 
that crazy sushi restaurant that Super Expensive has, right? Yes. And the the one that has like a whole video or a movie about it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly. Japan has the most Michelin stars in the world, and right. Because yeah, they're they're like that. But and Hong Kong has it. If and so you can might as well count on count in China. But Korea does not, and which is is real, which makes sense because. All, Korean food is not it's it's mostly comfort food. It's not like uh, like a a nice fish pate in a big plate and only that. It's usually a hopscotch of different things like let's like, it's like tofu, like ramen, some sausages, some kimchi, <laughs> like throw everything in there and just dig in. And like the same thing with bibimbap, like it's, it's just put everything there and then just mix it and eat it. Yeah, Let's hope I, for the best. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, I think most people would say, like people talk about Korean barbecue, and that's not, I mean, that's probably, you know, the most mainstream Korean food that most people have eaten. And, and like bulgogi and other stuff, like I can see how people are, you know, have tried more of that because, you know, it, it's, it's, um, you know, it's beef, it's, it's, it's something that's familiar. And like I said, I think maybe I'm just more of an adventurous eater <laughs> because, but <laughs> even like, but even when I tried Ningyong for the first time, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this because, I mean, that, it, that, that is something that you do not, I mean, it's cold noodles. There's, sometimes there's beef in it. There's pieces of Asian pear. Um, it's, it's a cold broth. It's, there's egg in it. I mean, it's just like you said. It's just like a bunch of different stuff. I think all together, it's good. But for someone not used to that, I mean, you look at that and you're just like, what <laughs> is it? You know. <laughs> I mean, you know. I've had to. I've tried to explain Korean food to my parent to my parents, and it's not even worth it. Um, so, <laughs> um, but that said, I love Korean food, and where I live at. Um, there's unfortunately not a whole lot of access to Korean food, but um, when I used to live up in Northern Virginia, there's a place called Annandale, which is basically kind of a little Korean town, and they have a lot of um, really good restaurants that serve traditional Korean food. And then I had a friend whose mom is from Korea, so she you know she cooks Korean food. So you know I've I've had a good you know. I guess a a good variety of 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 that, and then, um, and so I've had time to get used to to the taste of it, especially like kimchi. That's like kind of the, you know the big thing. A lot of people know what kimchi is, but they it's like that kind of elephant in the room. It's like I don't know if I would eat it, but I you know I love I kimchi. know it's. Oh, I, I, I like kimchi too. Kimchi um, was the first like Korean anything that I was like, all right. I'm down to find out more of about Korean food because this thing exists. It did take me a bit of time to like get. I think what really got me into kimchi was the kimchi fried rice when I had. Oh no, I I hated kimchi like the first time I had it, but I had it at kind of like a bunk place, and then I went to L.A. <laughs> and had uh, kimchi at like a very tiny like mom and pop type restaurant, and I was just like, this is the most delicious thing I've ever had. What is, what is this? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Like, you have to, according to some people I know, you have to know 
where to go because even with other Korean restaurants, like they said, you know, oh, some places they don't fix the kimchi right or they don't fix this right. You know, you have to right. know where to go. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, Kiara, do you have any food that you like? Uh, I I like a lot of things. Like I really like, um, I really like bibimbap, especially when they do put it in the hot um stone oh, plate yes. thingy. The bowl. Oh, I love that. That's my thing. I love it. I love it. Um, I love that. I don't know. I'm a really big fan of Korean uh, ramen, uh, ramyun. Yeah. You know, it's not healthy, but it's really good. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I really, really love you like, don't like something healthy. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I really, really love dokboki. Like at first, I didn't really like it too much, but now I l absolutely love dokboki. Like, I like it too. It's just that, like, I had a hard time getting used to like the hot spices, you know. Like eventually, no. I ate it so much that I got used to it. But it was like when I first tried it, it was literally like too hot for me. I could not, I couldn't eat it. Yeah, no, for me too. Like I had to water it down a bit. Like sometimes I have to pour my water <laughs> into it just to like help cool it down a bit. But I got used to the heat, and now I love it. And also like kimbap, but I mainly eat like tuna kimbap. Bad type of yeah. mm. But uh, but yeah. honestly, if you want to eat good Korean food, you need to go to Jola. I, I, where was I? I think I was in Gwangju. And their food there cannot even compare. First of all, you get so much more food. And the side dishes like are so good. Like They have all kind of... Like, they have this... Uh, like I, I don't know how to call it. I, we say, in, in Sweden, we call it aubergine. I don't know what you call it in... Uh, America, aubergine. Uh, oh, what does it made out of? It's like it's, it's a vegetable. Uh, is it yellow? No, it's like it's purple. What's it called again? Squash. 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 Oh, squash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like they have this, this squash side dish, and then they have this hot stone noodle, uh, noodle, like with the meat from bibimbap. Oh God! Like my mouth is watery. That was so good. Oh, and then they had this like, and then they had this like, like I'm leaf. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I know. <me> too. <laughs> <laughs> they had this leaf with some spices and some other like um, pickled things, and then you just roll it up and you put it in your mouth. It's divine. Like seriously. The one you thing I don't not... like. Sorry. The one thing you don't like. Oh no! I'm just—I was gonna say there's one thing I really don't like, and that's uh, when they put like sesame, that sesame leaf, and things like kimbap and stuff like that. That's the one thing I don't like. Wait, yeah, continue. Really? I don't like. I don't know what it, kind of leaf it is. I don't know. It's some leaf that I tried once, and I thought like I was so like scarred for the rest of my life. Like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was really nasty though. But yeah, it's some. It felt like they just plucked the leaf from a tree outside and they put it on the table. Like that's. It was that taste. Mm. Maybe you just hide it from the wrong place. Oh, and then you should try the clay rusted duck. Oh, that with rice in it. That shit okay. is so good. Okay, okay, Noah. Okay. You're making us so hungry. You're making us so hungry, Noah. Stop. <laughs> I know. This is, uh, yeah, especially for me and Kiara, this is not the, the right time of day to be hungry. Um, Almost sorry. midnight. That's not yeah. <laughs> I will say for one more last thing, I also love pajun, which is uh, like the oh, um, seafood pancakes. Oh, my friend's um, mother made the best pajun. Um, yeah, so... Um, 
I think uh, as a group, I think we disagree that I I would not give Korean cuisine a C. I would give it an A. Uh, I didn't get to talk about it, but I would give it a C. I think it's just Ooh. mediocre. Uh, like, I don't think it's great. Okay. So what about I'm gonna be the guy who thinks it's okay. <laughs> like it's not. I, I think I I'm not saying it's not good. I just think that people hype up. I think that if you took anybody who wasn't invested in Korean culture and were like, here, eat Korean food from Korea, they'd probably give you the same opinion that you got from these other people. I think That's there's true. a hype in it. Because I think it's the same with um, with like when Japanese culture was huge and Japanese culture blew up and people were like, it's great. Well, realistically, people just really like sushi. Because most of the really premier restaurants and the things people are like is sushi, which is fine. I don't like sushi, but I understand why Me people neither. like it. But I think that the rest of the Japanese dishes outside of sushi are just okay. Like I, I think that that's where they really? shine is that they do incredible things with sushi, and outside of that, it's like, like I don't, I don't have any it's because it's you have a I'm not saying that they don't have good dishes outside of that, but I think that their strength is that they do sushi and nobody else does that. Like, nobody else does raw fish like they do and these fish rolls and things like that. Nobody does food like mm. they do. I was going to say, some of, like, like Korean... my, my favorite Japanese dishes are, are raw fish. What's or kind of of what? What's going on, Shannon? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, Shannon? Hello. Uh, we got to go back to that one thing. But, real quick. Um, I, okay, we've been waiting for you. Uh, yeah, we needed you. My favorite, my favorite Japanese dish is not sushi. So I understand where people come from this like world of like, no, there's so much more left. And I totally agree, but I also think that their best food is like the kind of comfort food that doesn't get the star ratings that people go nuts for. Mm, it's yeah. more what I'm saying. Like, uh, And it's the same with Korean food. Korean food is very much so like comfort food. My favorite Korean dish is um, kimchi fried rice for sure. That is like oh, comfort that food. So good. There is nothing that special is about it. It's comfort food. And it's so good. And I love bulgogi. Like I go Especially when you're just like, what's in my fridge? I'm just comfort. mixing it in the bowl. We're going to call it good. Yeah, exactly. Need... And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, that's all southern cooking. And you ask any American, like, is southern cooking delicious? Yes. It's all comfort food. It's not winning medals and stars and crazy stuff. But it's comfort no. food. And everybody likes comfort food. But in no, terms of actual chefery, like sushi, the reason that, that Japan has so many stars is sushi. I guarantee you, like, no, all the restaurants are not. sushi like, I bet you they are. No, it's I not. Like, the, like you don't trust me. When you go to Japan and, and try... I'm not probably... saying that there's not better food in Japan. I'm saying that the reason that Japan gets these stars and these medals and these accolades is because they do something nobody else does, which is make sushi. No, no, I, guarantee I disagree. You. I disagree. Okay, well, okay. Jap how I many Japanese... restaurants... I'm asking yeah, you how course. many restaurants have that star that you just talked about? Are they but sushi restaurants? No, but, yeah, probably. The, the, you're right that that's Japanese what I'm saying. Most, I'm just Japanese talking about are most famous for sushi. Right, that's what I'm talking. I'm only talking about that because okay. clearly we all agree that Korean food is better than the rating that they get. But I think that they deserve that rating because they don't do anything special. And I think you can say the same for for Japanese dishes outside of sushi. Sushi is something that nobody does like they do. That's it. And that's why they get all these medals and stars because they made this thing that people before sushi came on the map thought was gross. Like the mm. idea of eating raw fish before sushi was like, that's nasty. But now it's like sushi's on the map. Everybody loves sushi. 
Like, and that's something that Japan only does. What does Korea do that nobody else does? It's hard to pick out something that they do other than make comfort food. Aside from kimchi, right? But you can't make a career out of kimchi. Yeah. I don't think there's any restaurant that exists that's like, we make kimchi really good. Like, I, don't think, I just don't think that exists. You know? yeah. That's I mean, what I'm I trying say... to say. I'm not saying that they're wrong, and I'm not saying Korean food is bad. Um, okay, but I think cool. that it's comfort food, and comfort food gets the, the rating that it does because it's comfort food. Like, I like comfort food a lot. I love comfort food. My family um, on my mom's side is all from the South. So country, comfort food is, like, my business. I love comfort food. But I understand why people don't give it anything because it's literally like, we got all this stuff in the fridge. Throw it in there. Let's go. Like, I get it. <laughs> Come told- on now. A double down is totally original. Who else yeah, comes totally up with original. that shit? Yeah. Yo. <laughs> Some things I, I can't do to my body, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about FX, please? Okay. So no, we've, we've, I, been I waiting, we've, been, we've been waiting for, for you and or Anna to come back because we had an open table discussion about Red Velvet today. <sighs> and, um, <laughs> and we were going to discuss this and we were like, you know what? No, we're going to wait until one or both of these girls shows up because we need an official FX fan oh, on the panel. I pulled the mulligan there. just for you, Shannon. Yes. <laughs> just so that you can, and you know what? Let It'll it be out. good for you. It'll be good for you because you can get it off your chest. Um, so, to pre- preface before Shannon gets started, FX fans are pissed off because Rookie Group Red Velvet is getting an official fan club name soon. On March 17th. FX wannabes. Sorry. Can't. So on March 17th, a representative of their fan club posted a notice on their official website saying that they would, a local supporting team, that the official fan club name would be announced soon. Obviously, FX fans uh, acted negatively to the news. Um, FX has yet to be given a fan club name as they near their sixth debut anniversary. Um, and yes, so, yeah. Uh, some comments from people are, uh, Red Velvet's fandom name is FX. I love Red Velvet, but honestly, FX deserves that fandom name more than them. Uh, so, Red Velvet has a fandom name coming before FX. It's been six years, and it took EXO two years. What's next? A solo tour. Okay, so, Shannon, this is your, this is your spotlight. This is your time. To get off your chest as an FX <laughs> fan, how you feel about this situation? Because I think we all feel like whether we care about FX or not, or Red Velvet or not, this—I mean, this is something to be talked about. <sighs> all right, I'm gonna preface this with: Am I surprised? No, nobody loves a redheaded stepchild. Am I angry? <laughs> Hell yes, I am. I'm just like. Because we were told, we were told that they gave up having all, they're like, no, no, we're not going to do fan clubs anymore because fan clubs are like 90s, so we're done with fan clubs. We're not doing that no more. And I went, okay, redheaded stepchild BS, but I will take it. And then they gave XO, that awful XOL, like they didn't even think What's about their it. Fan so called, their fan club called? XOL. XO love. So, you know, I was like, you know what? 
we missed that awful boat. I'm okay with that. Like, at least we don't have to, like, walk around with, like, geeky goggles and be like, hey, we're XOL. Well. Hey, how are you? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll stick with, like, the fake, like, derivative that we call ourselves. Like, I'm good with that. And, and I missed you on the podcast. <laughs> I, just, oh, I, just, I like that you just decided to drop in. I was just like, oh. And then I was like... Red Velvet was already kind of like an FX kind of wannabe, but that's how they were like pushed because they're like, well, we're going to be like between FX and SNSD to get that thing. And I went, all right, I'll let you have that space because I'm not going to see FX ever again. So at least I'll have like a little bit. <sighs> and then I have Sully wannabe, a.k.a. Joy. I love her to death, but that's all she is. She's just a Sully replacement. Then you've got She Who Will Not Be Named and is a disgrace to the people born on February 21st. I just mm, go back to Canada. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, who's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then you have Irene, who's like a Crystal Victoria wannabe like mixed together, who I love to death, but that all she is, and she's starting to look like Crystal. Like she needs to like find a new plastic surgeon because it's not it's not a good look. Oh my god. Damn. And, the, just, and then the new girl, Yuri, I think her name is, she seems sweet. She seems adorable. She looks like she's going down the Taman face road, and I don't know if that's going to work for a girl or not, but she's only 16, so maybe she'll grow out of it. Um, <laughs> and then we have, what's her name that, um, that I can never remember because she's really boring. Cookie. Thank you. She's really boring, and like I'm sure she's a sweetheart, but her face is just kind of like permanent bitch face, and that oh. makes me angry <laughs> because I'm already mad that Red Velvet exists and replace FX. So, like, I try not to, like, because it's not Red Velvet's fault, but it is Red Velvet's fault, and I blame Wendy. It's all of her fault. I hate her. She destroyed FX. I swear to God, I bet you she put, like, a knife in all of their, like, juice whoa, boxes. Whoa, whoa, and, whoa. Like, <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back. Hold on. How is it Wendy's fault? I want to know. I'm telling you, she put a knife in all of their little juice boxes and gave them, like, cuckoo juice, and then that's Do why... Do you only decide this because Wendy has a bad reputation, or yes, have you decided Yes, because I don't before? like Wendy, okay. so I'm blaming gotcha. Wendy. Okay, all right, all right, all right, gotcha, gotcha. I think Wendy's no, the one that was, honesty, like, so. making black cool. people voices, so I'm cool with that. Yes, because yeah, yeah, think yeah, about cool. it. You can, you can totally see Wendy being like, I got some, like, sleeping pills and some, like, ADDHD drugs. That, right, crushing them up it. and then putting right. them in her, their juice boxes and being like, I got this for you guys, Sunbay. Enjoy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay, so, Shannon, have you, have you viewed either um, of their new releases? Have you seen them perform Ice Cream Cake or Automatic or seen the MV? Yeah, you mean the um, FX Reject song? <laughs> yes, oh, I have seen that. Did I do it? I called it. I called you it. called it. You did call it. It's, 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 it's all it is. Is it's just a reject song that didn't make it onto airplane. That's exactly what it sounds. Or not airplane. What are they? Pink tape. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a pink tape song that didn't quite make the cut. Oh God. Please An automatic just up. sounds like um, that SES song that they already recovered. Be yes, natural. that's all. It yeah. Like, it's, it's nice, it's pretty, but it's literally, it's just like, come on, girls, let's come up with our own song, let's go. And they're so awkward when they try and do sexy, like, um, Irene can do it, but Joy, Joy is meant for Q. Uh, I, no, 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 she's uh -oh. 16. Okay, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Uh, okay, so I, I guess I'll go. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with all of your points that you made. I do agree that it's clearly the FX like uh, 
reject like here we don't we don't know FX is dead in the water, so here here have all this leftover nonsense. I totally agree with that, and I agree that's how they're kind of pushing them, unfortunately. But I don't know if I agree with all of your angry statements towards them. Like I don't really think that Solgi is that boring. Um, I agree that <laughs> that Wendy might be a terrible person on the low key because. But at the same time, I think that if it wasn't for the fact that she tried to emulate, like, black people, nobody would feel that way about her because she's clearly the most talented member of the group in terms of vocals. And she's definitely at least as good of a singer as Luna, if not, as, like, better. So it's Well, hard that seems to be, to be like, a trend with SM artists. Talent, shitty person. Yeah, totally. I totally <laughs> agree. 100%. It's like, it's like I have a questionnaire. Can 100%. you sing? Are, Are you, you a horrible person? person? <laughs> yeah, if you don't yeah. try to yes, you will never debut with us. I think the exception is Luna. I don't think she's a terrible no, person. No, she said some, well, she's not terrible, but she said some misguided things. Yeah, and she she went after a person she should never go after, and she got destroyed for it. And since then, I've been in. I've wait, felt wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. What have I missed? Oh, she she tried to basically say that she could hold a candle to Clarice, the crazy, amazing vocalist, oh, and then uh, yeah, yeah, they sang the same cried. song. They sang the same song, and Clarice destroyed her. Literally, TV. just wiped the floor and like mopped it up, and then wiped the floor again and polished. And then she cried and tried to act like she was crying because she was so moved yeah. by Clarice. But she cried because she got destroyed. And and after that, she really settled down, and I appreciated that from her because I was like, okay, well now you know what your lane is because you got shown up. And that's fine. Like, I, I don't think that's a person that you go after because I think that she's leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. And that's that's something different. But um, I, I totally agree with the whole, like, if you're talented, you're probably an awful person in SM, which is kind of unfortunate. But um, I guess my only complaint really is Solgi. Like, I think she's actually, like, deserving of her spot. And I don't think she's actually as pretty as people make her out to be. So the fact that she's actually getting shine is, like, all right, because she's a good dancer, and she's not awful. Like, she's not awful at anything she does. She's just not great, except for that she's a good dancer, which is fine with me. I'm cool with that. I like dancers. Um, but I think the fact that people, like, are in love with her and think that she's pretty is interesting because I always were like, oh, she's the ugly duckling of the group, right? And then it was like, no, she's actually... People like her and think she's pretty. She what? is pretty. I don't think so. <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. I think she's, like... She is kind of pretty. Uh, I think she'd be pretty kinda... if she didn't have perma bitch face. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> like, she kind of looks angry all the time. Which like is she's pretty, funny. but I keep thinking like, did somebody fart? Like it's that's perfect. I don't think she looks like but, she has a bitch but, face. I think she looks like she has a fart face. Like somebody <laughs> farted on the elevator and she was like, ew. But <laughs> Hero has, has that too. Like sister Hero has that too. Like they cannot help, but come on. Sisters hear him. Yeah, like, but she's ugly, like, so it's it's, 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 it's pretty. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> nobody thinks like, literally in Korea. Stop nobody it. thinks that Hyorin is pretty. I like Hyorin a lot, and I don't. I really think Hyorin is pretty. But nobody in Korea. You're not in Korea, so you don't involve in this. Korea thinks she's ugly. You, there's well, good no reason. Denying it. They think that she's ugly. <laughs> so. And I think that Korea thinks that Bora, like Korea clearly thinks Bora is the most attractive, and I will co-sign that. I think that she is genuinely the most attractive person. But I love Hyorin. 
But I also love Does Karina. Does know like that the star's in a two-member group? Like, I'm pretty sure that's what they think. They struggle they with knowing that there's more members. If it wasn't for the fact that So You started working out and did a bunch of songs and got famous, like, that would be a two-member group, totally. I totally agree yeah. with it. But um, back to the subject. Like, first, I just want to say F- uh, FX uh, uh, died on March 17th, 2015. Rest in peace. Oh, Please. <laughs> like FX died like six months ago, but it was not because of Red Velvet. But officially, like the for me, this just is the last nail to the coffin. This is just shows how much like like this is like how blatantly SM does not give a fuck about. Uh, I think FX. we figured like, that out when EXO got their tour banner before FX. I know, but still, I think... Uh, the I, thing I, I, is, is always really... Some even have, like, when they go to, like, SM, SNSD, XO. That's it. There's that's no the FX. thing that confused me, is it's not like FX hasn't been popular. It's not like they don't have songs that have charted well. They haven't won... It's not like they haven't won music shows. But for some reason, it's like they're not... They're not the favorite. It's just like, you know... You know, everyone's like, "Mommy, you know, I got my trophy from today's music show," and SM is like, "Good job, good job. Here's, you know, here's your sticker, whatever, whatever." And then FX is like, "Here, we won the music show too," and they're like, "Go away. You know, we don't care." Listen, I listen. Mean, it's just like I don't know if anybody watches Empire, but it's just like <laughs> the, the middle gay son. <laughs> the guy's always is like, "I don't care what you do. You suck. You're gay. I don't care. Just go away." Oh, you have a Tumblr one song? I don't care. Oh, look at your younger brother. Oh, he's so cute. He's so perfect. Yay. This is exactly what FX is. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> that is a good analogy. <laughs> um, uh, I, Empire like, yeah. is, is FX. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But, but on a serious note, like does, like, does this actually... Like, and I remember some... Uh, there were some people commenting saying that Amber agreed that FX is not active anymore or not going to be active anymore. There's no, I mean, there hasn't been, like, an official statement. Like, Sully is still technically on hiatus. Yeah, um, that's but true. I mean, come on. Crystal is, is not... Dead. Crystal is out. Crystal is done. Like after they have the treat of her Jessica, there she is not going. She's not going to invest any more energy. <laughs> Luna, wait. How are we worrying about Crystal when like the fact that Sully like pooped on her group is still there? Like, <laughs> why no, everybody blaming Crystal again? Like, what is? No, this? I'm not blaming Crystal. Crystal I'm just saying check out because one of her. Group members that's popular doesn't give a f about her group. What the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm just saying that combined with what happened to her sister, I I could only imagine being being in her position. But I would guess that she's like, I'm done, and like she and she's always and she's always somebody who's always said that she 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 doesn't know if she wants to be famous anymore because she. she she just didn't enjoy it as much as she, saw, as she thought that she would. I don't know. I mean, Listen, we knew we knew FX was dead when SM started actually caring about Victoria in China and how popular she is in China and started promoting her in China. Because uh, SM does not give a shit about China and does, certainly does not give a shit about Victoria. 
She's I 100% don't disagree with, or like I 100% don't agree with Oh, she's don't incredibly popular in China, but... No, no, I mean, I don't SM agree with does what not care. That SM doesn't care about China. I think you're full of it. Like, they clearly do. The I don't only know. reason they don't, they don't, they don't now really is because care all their Chinese they members the of money. XO don't like them. They weren't even, mm. but they weren't even promoting really in China. They blew, the, they screwed that up royally. Well, XO no, they, M was way more popular than XOK, and then left. no, they screwed it up before then. They I don't think they screwed it up. Screwed it up. Like I think they did the typical SM thing where they do a bunch of stupid ideas that nobody understands. Like that's what SM does. What do you mean? Because like they pulled them out of, of China for like a year and a half, and by the time they got back, the only ones who were popular were Chris and Luan. XOM was dead in the water. Poof. There's no longer True. a contender. My issue is that they're never dead in the water. Like, everybody always goes, oh, they're dead in the water because they're not as big as they were before. It doesn't matter because they still would have blown up if they had actually promoted the way they should have. Like, the issue is that they didn't promote the way they should have. Because they don't care. Do they care them. about Korea more. And they would no, they do care about China because they want that money. But they want the money. They don't care about China. There's that two, doesn't, two that separate means they care issues. about China because they want the money. What do you mean? They care they about want it, but then why not? FX is incredibly popular in China. They didn't do shit there. Um, <laughs> Just China because is they don't care about FX, greatly popular. You can't compare but, FX because they don't care about FX. And Shiny was popular in Japan, and there's more money in Japan than there is in China. That's it. But they, like, but SM, SMM, SJM, they stopped promoting there for a while until last year, and again, they've lost popularity there. But they're still like they still chart super high, so it's hard to say that they don't care because they know that they don't have to do that much. They don't have to work that hard in China. That's all it is. They know that they don't have to work that hard in China. That's it. It's the same as uh, YG in Korea. They know they don't have to work hard, so why? Why work hard? Who cares? If you're already on the map, if you know that no matter what you do, you're going to win, why care about working hard? It's all about maximizing your profit. So you... <sighs> Only promote when you have everything else going for you. You know that your concerts, your EXO concerts are going to so, uh, sell out, which they did. So who cares? Like, who cares about promoting in China and making it harder? You might as well po promote in the weakest market because you know that your, your strongest market is still going to love you. I mean, it makes perfect sense. In terms of business, it makes perfect sense the way they did it. Just and I would totally sense. agree with you. Except for the fact that EXO's concert in in uh, China completely sold out like super fast, so clearly they don't care that that SM doesn't care about China because they still made all their money. Because the money that you make is actually on concerts, it's not on promoting there. That's the issue. I don't know. SM just seems like they they want the money in China, but I don't really think they give a shit about China. I would agree point. if it wasn't for the fact that no. they completely demolished China. Like they demolished China, and nobody else does like them. So, well, Shannon, um, you have my condolences. <laughs> and, uh, I, me too, like totally. I can only I like imagine how it feels. Velvet, so, I mean, I don't know. Uh, but thank Although, you also for dropping. Oh. Go ahead, Jenny. In, in fairness, uh, once Red Velvet gets pushed aside for the larger group that they're going to be a part of, and I don't actually have to pay attention to them, I'm kind of excited for the supposed rotational group. Yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Like, if they're hearing it's a rotational, like they're going to rotate people out, or are they going to be part of the large? Is part of the larger group of people? Basically, 
basically, Red Velvet just wants to be a wannabe group of everybody. They want to be wannabe FX and wannabe after school. Because after school is so amazing. So they just <laughs> want to copy them. But apparently, hey, they have the best album out in Japan. Dude, their but Japanese stuff is so good, you don't understand. Sorry. They're just, well, but yeah, they're... their Japan songs are way better. So yeah. are our Ghost Generation's Japan songs. Well, going to Red Velvet, wasn't there an article that was released today, um, SM saying, well, this is what SM is saying right now, because the article came out today, that after, that yeah, that supposedly Red Velvet is not going to get bigger than five members. So yeah, because it's going to be a subunit, I think. Because why, mm -hmm. why put all those little girls in the video for original and happiness if they're not going to have anything to do... <laughs> What, do they just felt like throwing in, like, random trainees to be like, hey, flower time, woo! Like, that's money. Red F SM does not waste money on BS that they don't think they're going to pull through. They are cheap son of a bitches. <laughs> it, sounds like you're, it sounds like you're done with SM. Are you? I'm so mad. I'm not, I couldn't ever be done with SM because I love Shiny, and I will hold that one little splinter that's stabbing me under the nail for FX. Because I have hope, even though it pains me. If they came back as a four-member group, would you be cool with that, Shannon? I would be sad, but Sully's my least favorite member, so I wouldn't be that heartbroken. Because I think that's possible. But yeah. she's kind of like she's kind of like the Keanu Reeves, dead in the face, and sometimes it works. Shannon is letting it all out. Oh God! Okay, it's true. It's true. I like her, but it is true. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> okay. All right, Shannon. Do you feel like you've you've properly had enough time to to speak on this topic? Yes. All right. Just next time we have a, a show, join in earlier so you can can um, add more to the conversation. Okay. You missed your cat. You missed your cat lady self. I did okay. say that I miss you on this podcast, and you can go back and listen. I did say it because we need you. <laughs> we need the the only person who likes SM. Like you're you're important to us. Yeah, because none of us can really speak on it. It's like, oh, we don't care. No, I, I like. I, hello, I like shiny. Uh, and they're coming back in this year. I'm so excited. Yes, finally, finally. <laughs> Although it's not, it's not like I'm that excited. I mean, uh, let's be honest. Their Japanese stuff recently has been better than their last Korean album. That yeah, was a little I, bit of a mess. But I, I love it. I got the number one. Okay, I got the number one. So good. Okay, you guys, you and Noah can spaz over Shiny in your own personal podcast. Because guess what? <laughs> we have our own website now. Not your advertisements. Squarespace.com. Yes, the Squarespace is in there because I cannot put out for a like official domain, but and that's as good as you're gonna get right now. But it's really good. It's great design. We have a new logo. Um, it's really great. We look all we're all professional now. So um, hopefully we'll be able to put some new goodies on the site, some blogs, some. You guys. I was going to plug that, so I'm glad that you're not... Are, are you making me do the thing at the end? Because, um, you know. if, you, if you... Well, you ruined it because I already added that <laughs> to my thing, so you better... Okay. Well, I had to mention it because I, I didn't know if you were going to mention of it. Of course I would mention it. What are you talking about? 
<laughs> Listen, our our podcast got what's that new plastic surgery where they like rejuvenate yes, your we got, vagina. We got That's what huge, we got. Listen. We got a huge uplift. Um, you know, facelift. So, um, you know, we've we've got Is new this logo. Is this um, <laughs> we've bedazzled our because I will I will do it, okay? <laughs> we're we're okay. getting the fight. We bedazzled ourselves. We'll bedazzle it. Here we go. No, bedazzle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's our bedazzle site. Um, hopefully, we're going to put some more um, opinion pieces, um, some things you we want you guys to get to know us better. We want to get to know you better. So, um, yes, that's what the website is for, and I'm looking forward um, to some new stuff with that. Shannon, um, I don't know if you want to give any updates on your Tumblr. Um, it's very much your, turned into your own thing. <laughs> wow, we're just getting rid of everything. Here we go. All right. You mean where my Shannon's thirst is real? Yes. The Shannon thirst, so well, real. It's, 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 your, it's the Shannon show over on the Tumblr. But that's cool. Um, yes, so we have that. And in addition, we also have Not Your Average, Not Your Average Netizens on iTunes. We are still on Twitter. You just took and everything oh. from me. Wow. Oh, are we doing the closing now? <laughs> Apparently. I yeah, guess so. what I was ready to do. I never have to do the closing again. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead and do it if you want. No, you're messing me all up. No, go for it. No, closing master, do it. <laughs> oh, my God. I had this thing See? open the whole time. Like, oh, okay, I have to do the closing. I guess not. All right, go for it. Oh my gosh, see, this is what happens when everybody joins up. It's a problem. Shannon, you caused this. Um, oh, I never said that, Shannon. I love you. That's what I get. I'm never coming back again. No, I will force you to come back. I will hunt you down. I know where you live. I know what state you live in now. Um, okay, so uh, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. You can find us there. You can also find us on Twitter. At not your average net or NYA netizens, if it makes it easier for you, you can listen to our podcast directly on SoundCloud.com/slash not your average netizens. You can also email us at not your average netizens at gmail.com if you have a topic that we don't touch that you want us to talk about. We're more than happy to talk about it. You can also find us when we're posted on Amona. Uh, Amona, they didn't. LiveJournal.com. If you want to talk to us there, please do. We do watch it, and we will respond to you there. Um, and as Ash said, you can find us at NotYourAverageNetizens.Squarespace.com. So please uh, reach out to us, get a hold of us, whatever it takes. Um, there's plenty of us on Twitter. You can find us through NotYourAverageNetizens or uh, NYA Netizens um, on Twitter. You pretty much will see a bunch of retweets from us. You will also see that Twitter talking to us. So please reach out to us. Ask us any questions, anything you want us to talk about. We would love to talk about the things that you want us to talk about. Please do it. And hopefully contact information will be on the website and all that good stuff soon, too. So you can go there and get all of that good information. Thank harass you. us. Please do. We like yes. to be harassed. Especially yeah, please do it. Yes. Thank you, you can, if you, if you want to address just me and, and hassle me, I'm at Papa Murdy. Please bring your questions to me because I will address them on air and I have no problem doing it. Do it, please. Whatever you don't like about me, I will bring it up on air. Do it. He won't, give him a reason. 
Really? Give me a reason to talk to you <laughs> about what you don't like. I'm so happy to do it because if you bring up a question that's better than my answer, I will be so happy to be humbled. Please do it. <laughs> it hasn't that happened yet, so... for the record. <laughs> Thank so you, bit. Tim. Any last words? Any last thoughts before we leave? Um, the one last thing I want to say, uh, I pimped us on... Uh, the other podcast that I am a part of, so I'm going to pimp my other podcast because I, I did it on both sides and it's only fair. Uh, if you want to hear about sports or pro wrestling for a couple of... Uh, when I joined this podcast, there were some, some fans of pro wrestling. We do talk about it and we do love on female wrestling in pro wrestling on the Getting Heat podcast, which you can find on iTunes. You can also find it at gettingheat.com. Uh, so if you care about any of that stuff, and especially if you care about pro wrestling and the female section of pro wrestling, because we do cover it a lot, and it's a bunch of dudes talking about how great female pro wrestlers are because they're fantastic and women wrestling needs more shine, uh, please respond to us. We totally want to talk more, and we want to bring people on that want to talk about how great female pro wrestling is. So we're there. Hashtag give Divas a chance. Give Divas a chance. Hashtag <laughs> Do it, trend it, make it happen because they deserve it. And if you uh, are part of that hashtag and you only watch the main show, please subscribe to the WWE Network and watch NXT because female wrestling is a giant part of that product. So They're basically better than the main product. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep, 100%. Okay, anything else, guys? Nope. Down with Red Velvet. <laughs> okay. All right. That is going to be our ending note of the night. Down with Red Velvet. No. Down with, Shannon. down with Down with Down with Thank Co-sign. you. Thank you, everybody, for showing up. Thank you, Noah. Thank you for um and Shannon for dropping in. We will see you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Adios. Take care.